0: At first it was like, oh, I'm dating a stripper. I'm so cool. And then when they realized that like, well, this is what I'm doing with or without you. Like you're not changing what I'm doing. This is how you found me. Um, then it was kind of like, uh, this is too much. Like I literally had a guy break up with me once because he's like, what will I tell my 20 year old son when he sees you on Instagram? And how can I introduce you to my mother? They can't handle it because they know that like, basically I'm grinding on dick all night.
1: Are you in the service industry? Bartender, server, stripper, cook? Welcome home. Welcome home. This is In The Biz. We keep the world moving, and nobody knows us like us. Like us. This show is about sharing our experiences and teaching people about the ins and outs of the service industry, helping people navigate it to make some extra cash. Along the way, we'll interview the best in the biz. Welcome to In The Biz. Now, here are your hosts, Tani mujikwa Christian, Nuri, and Anthony
2: No, 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 you forgot. You no, forgot and then no, you, no, try no. To, you try to you try to rush it. No. Yeah.
3: no. you ain't yeah, gonna
2: call me out on something I didn't <laughs> do. Look. All right. Back tiny. in the day when I had uh, my first mixtape come out, right? That never got released. Two thousand two biggest mistake. No, two thousand one. Uh my biggest <laughs> thing was that I would not take breaths before I start like, you know, saying certain bars. So yeah. you go like mm-hmm. four straight and you don't time it right. That's mm-hmm. why you got a punch. That's why you punch in. Yeah, see, that's cheating, though. No, that's not cheating.
1: That's, cheating. that's, that's what like everybody does. That's like a ghostwriter or no, having like a background. See, it's all right, go, 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 carry like on with the show because now, now we're going into something different. No, <laughs> I
2: don't want to hear none of that shit, <laughs> I'm just being honest. That's false. Well, on today's episode, we have a special guest coming on there. But before we get started introducing us to a special guest, how was your week, Noris? Was it good?
3: Yes, it was. In what sense? I'm here today. Okay. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome.
2: How about you, Anthony? I'm I sad. I want you to use. Oh. Uh, are you sad? Why are you sad?
3: He got his period.
2: Oh. <laughs> so sad. It's,
4: um, I miss, I miss my friend.
2: Oh, don't Aww. be sad. The sun does come out tomorrow. Yeah. So, I you know at least last time I checked. Bet your bottom dollar. Absolutely. brandy, we didn't forget about you. How was your week?
1: <laughs> Man. Dude, my week has been long, stressful, mm-hmm. and um. I don't know what to make of it. There's a lot of things happening,
4: and uh, I feel like a lot of people are stressed right now. yes yeah. in these times right now. Would you say stress Every, though is well, like... everybody's on on edge right now. I would say and I don't say on edge. I think my stress just comes from like there's a lot of things happening in the news. So I'm over
1: at oh that shit's great. That, yeah, get that's to true. That dude. The, the Snapple at the Snapple factory, they're over here talking Snapple about factory. my <laughs> numbers. Manager after go. manager, I want to get the. I'm is like, that a yo, Modelo? Like, fuck it, yeah, it's a Modelo. <laughs> Don't worry about me. Say up out of mines. My week was great. Now about now that I think about
2: it, it was great. Oh, this guy. <laughs> That's good. That's Fair good. enough. All right. Well, let's get to what our special- What about your week, Tanny? Oh, my gosh. See, you always forget to include me in this. Um, My week was actually really good. Super productive. Got a lot done. Learned a lot. So it was good overall. I had a blast. Yeah, absolutely. I
4: have it on- Be
0: there and welcome oh my to my Yes, a awesome. Stripper podcast. On this podcast, oh, we'll this discuss cool. how classifying each other as people and workers- is dangerous to society and marginalized groups of people. We'll also talk about the climate in and outside of the strip clubs and all of the amazing things that strippers do. And of course, we'll talk about all of the things in between. I'm your queen, A.M. Davies, and this is Yes, a Stripper Podcast.
2: Can I be a stripper? Ladies and gentlemen, we have A.M. Davies. Can I get a round of applause over here? uh, Hi. How in the world are you today?
0: Oh my gosh, I'm great today. I'm full of energy today, Um, probably because I've been working out again lately, but um, and I'm so, like, proclamped for that, that video that I just saw. Um, it was really awesome. Thank you so much for putting that together. Oh, it That's our amazing. producer
2: over here, actually. He just clips up a bunch of stuff. He's just, I don't know how he does what he does, but <laughs> this guy is just an expert over YouTube here. University, you know, YouTube University. University. <laughs> I just got my PhD. I tomorrow. It was
1: tomorrow.
0: beautiful.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So- yeah, give myself a round of applause. <laughs> ah. <laughs> So when I first actually um, emailed you, I saw AM and I was like, wait, is it AM? Is that initial for anything? Or is it just AM? Because I wasn't even sure how to approach it.
0: Yeah, um, it's my real name is Anne Marie, but um, I've been being called AM for a long time. And so I just like, start telling the public, it's kind of like my public, like, stage name, but not a like stage name because I used to have or? a lot of stage names. Yes. But, oh, okay. So, you know. what, what did you say, Anthony? Yeah. <laughs> and then, no, what'd and what did you say? What did you say? no, 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 no. I'm him on the spot. Go ahead and ask that
4: question. Is it because you like the mornings more than nights? That was a corny. Yeah,
0: I've heard that a lot. I've heard that a lot. Actually, the way it is is I like the nights so much that I stay up until the a.m. Okay. Technically, so, you know, like I used to work to like two, three in the morning, into the a.m., but at night.
2: She on demon it's time. Layered. No, it's sir. layered. It's layered. You on demon time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's up? Like a regular schedule for you? Like on like, a, like a, a regular work day, right? Like what time would you typically go to bed?
0: You mean right now or when I was dancing?
2: Uh, let's do both, actually. Mm-hmm. Let's do both.
0: Okay. So when I was dancing, I would go to bed around three or four in the morning. Um, and then and wake up around ten. In the morning, and then work all day from home, and then go back to work for six hours at night till like two. But then, you know, when you're done dancing, you like you have to eat, and you have to count on your money, and <laughs> you have to watch Netflix and smoke some weed. You know, so it takes a while to wind down, just like anybody when they get home from work. That's, so was it but in now, that order there? Where um, you
2: smoke weed last? <laughs>
0: I feel like you what know first cuss? thing
2: you need um no no i was, I, I was uh, yeah cuz um, you were listing the things i think you said smoke weed last so i was just asking if it was oh, in yeah. that particular order
0: mm. no no i would probably smoke weed right when i got home cuz you know it's um the nights you know working in the strip club is fucking hard i'm a lot of cuss right
2: yeah yeah absolutely no 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 this okay, is okay, the, okay. no,
0: no
2: <laughs> pg 13 absolutely right air this on yeah TV yeah so
0: there's a lot there's a lot to recover from. So yeah, I probably would smoke weed right when I got home. And then again, when I was like done doing stuff, you know? So
2: what's your schedule like now? Now that you're not dancing anymore. So
0: yeah, now I wake up between six and seven and, uh, you know, I, I take care of mad shit and, uh, I work all day, take care of stuff around the house and, um, go to bed like around, I don't know if I'll sleep around midnight. It's kind of, it's a lot less interesting now, (laughs) But yeah.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. You said what time do you wake up? Sorry. It was breaking a little bit on my side. Six, seven. You said six, seven. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: I wake up between six and seven. Mm -hmm.
2: Absolutely. What were you going to ask him? No, no, I was going to ask anything. All right. No, he's really (laughs) shy. I'm just trying to get him out of his shell right now. Wow. All right, Narice, let's put you on the spot. What questions do you have? Because I have a bunch of questions. I feel like I'm the only one talking right now. Okay. Okay.
3: It's okay. You you always have like the shine, Danny. Oh my gosh! <laughs> thank you
2: very much. Oh my gosh. Oh, so, oh go ahead. So I, oh, I didn't know wow, you're gonna so ask. I'm you sorry. You see what I
3: mean? He always like. I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> I didn't even know. Floor's yours. Floor's so, yours. So, um, I did have a question because in in the industry, like, mm-hmm. if you, when you come around someone who you know the, the guests that you don't see eye to eye on and who come off as Aggressive, aggressive or even disrespectful creepy. and especially creepy. How do you like how do you handle that? Like, what is your approach? Because I feel like that's 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 such a different topic. And just like on the subject, like I would get very aggravated in the sense. So professionally, like what do you do in that situation? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think it really depends on not only my mood, but the atmosphere of like what's happening in my immediate surrounding and um, and what exactly is happening. So there have been times where I've been able to turn it into a teaching moment and be, be pretty chill. And then there have been times where like, I literally grabbed a guy's wrist and twisted it backwards, and basically told him, like, I basically threatened his life, you know. So <laughs> it, it just, it, yeah, it just really depends, and and it also depends on like how much shit I've been putting up with throughout the night, um, where there's you know sort of a, a straw on a camel's back situation, so. Um, and it's not, not to say that I'm proud of those moments, but it, it happens. There's only so much a human being can take until they snap, you know. So the majority of the time, though, I, I I tried as much as I could to opt for a teaching moment because the idea is to help them understand to not do that again to someone yeah. else. Right. Um, Absolutely. Yeah.
3: But yeah. you could always bother... Uh, you know borrow this if you want to
4: I don't think she <laughs> no, I'm so, you can
3: always borrow my hydro flask I is can't 20, see
4: it's a 20
2: fluid
3: ounce I or a yeah. 30 it's, fluid it's ounce waving around a little
2: bottle over here or is that the 40 fluid ounce
3: <laughs> it's my hydro flask if you ever need it it gets a <laughs> job done wow,
2: that's great well speaking of that I'm going back off Narice's question for a <laughs> second there like how good is management as far as, you know, when you're in those situations? Are they pretty quick as far as like helping you out of a pickle? Or is it kind of lacks like uh you're over exaggerating kind of thing? Don't they have security for that? They do. Well, see, just... That's
1: see, that's what I was gonna say. Like, are you are you friends with the security guard or like some of the security that's in there that's like, hey, I got your back. You know, if anything happens, just holler at me. Mm-hmm. Or cause I from my friends who are strippers, they're like, Yo, fuck management. Oh, they don't have my back. Fuck mm. them. It's the security guards who really have, like, your best interest in their heart. Mm. Is that true, or does it work for you, or is it, do you think it's, like, different? Um, Put them on blast. Put them on blast.
0: It's it's definitely yes and no. Um, I think back in the day when—so I started stripping in 2002, and back then it was really different than it is now. You know, the landscape is completely different. And I would say the bouncers definitely had— my back back then. So much so that we even um you know, colluded to basically uh skim money and uh you know, how do you what what's the word I'm looking for? Like basically trick.
3: <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> yeah. Hey.
0: Yeah, but not not necessarily like you know it was we were scamming the club mostly we weren't scamming customers because the club makes so much money so so back then for me personally it was very different um, I think also privilege has a lot to do with my relationships with security and management in the past um, actually I know for sure that 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 was the case um but now with the landscape the way it is um there is very little care about the workers and in fact um there is actually a, a a stripper action happening in North Hollywood in California because this very issue actually is um that security does nothing management doesn't even want security to do anything so it really depends on where you're at but um i would say based on the work that i do and the people that i talk to regularly Um, there's very little care for the dancers from management and a lot of times from security, and it's becoming a huge issue in in the industry. But then again, I don't want to speak too broadly because it really does depend on where you are what your relationships are like with certain people but a lot of times the good relationships between dancer and and security hinges on how much money you tip them out at the end of the night so right. if you're not tipping security well they then they're not shot. gonna you have, have to tip your security back
4: security too yeah mm.
2: well i've actually always been uh yeah. curious about that as far as like um contracts set. um geez i don't even know how to ask as far as like Is there like a certain tip percentage that you have to do per night? Does it matter? um, Is it more so club to club? Like, how does that actually work? How do they come to a number that you have to tip out, I guess, uh, everyone else, like support staff?
0: I love these questions um, because it, yeah, because it, it really highlights the, um, the variations of what happens in clubs. So it it kind of, again, depends on what club you're at. So just, I'm not sure if if you or your audience knows this, but mandatory tip outs is illegal. Um, So when they say that you owe us this certain percentage or this certain amount, um, they're essentially breaking the law when they do that. Now they'll pressure you, but a lot of times they'll try to avoid using language like that. Um, And a lot of cases they'll be like, you don't have to tip us, but it's a good idea if you do, because again, they're trying not to enforce mandatory tip out. And, um, and a place that I worked at in California, it was called Jumbo's Clown Room. I worked there for 11 years. They gave a suggested percentage of tip out and I and they would tell the new dancers that, you know, this is how much you should be tipping out every night. And then when the new dancers would tell us in the dressing room, we're like, no, 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 you tip them what you want to tip them if you want to tip them. And so we're a lot of the veteran dancers are having to sort of educate the new dancers on you know, mandatory tip out is, is wrong and you don't have to do it, especially for people who aren't doing their job to take care of you and which happens a lot.
1: Right. And I'm assuming that with that, there's a lot of intimidation, right?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, like, absolutely. like between the, like some of the security guards and
1: Italy. maybe the owners. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so you mm-hmm. said you started in 2002, When did you stop and what made you get into it? Or how did not, what made you, but how did you fall into stripping?
0: Well, I kind of always wanted to be a stripper since I was about 15. Um, I, you know, when I was 13, I found a bunch of Playboy magazines in my grandpa's dresser when I had to clean it out one day. And uh, yeah. And I was like, what the hell is this? I had never seen anything like it. And I was like, Yeah. And I was like, I want to be like that. And then I kind of became obsessed um, with my body as it was developing. And I would practice dancing in my room. And um, I was telling my mother since like the age of 16, this is what I want to do. And um, it wasn't until I was 21 that I actually... Had the courage and the opportunity and also the zero dollars in my bank account to do it. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> That's a lot
2: of yes. motivation as right there. Yes. That's enough motivation. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I got to ask, on average, on clubs, right? Wh- how do I even ask? What's the dollar amount on average? I know it's tough to put it, right? Because, for example, as a bartender, it depends on what bar I work at. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there an average that you've seen that most uh, dancers walk out with? After, you know, tipping out the suggested tippet, uh, I guess, quote unquote.
0: Yeah, I would say before the pandemic, which is what I can, um, which I can uh, talk about because I stopped dancing um, about a year or something before the pandemic. So before the pandemic, it was be an average of, um, depending on where you are, anywhere from $500 to $1,000 a night.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, 500. Yeah. 500
0: to $1,000. $500 wow. to $1,000. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah,
2: bad. I'm thinking no about a lot of career change right now.
0: Email clubs. Um, yeah, those dudes make really good money. Yeah. They make really good money.
2: It's super interesting. All right. What is your most memorable moment um working in the industry?
0: <laughs> I would say my most memorable moment working in the strip club industry was the night that I won Spearmint Rhino Entertainer of the Year for Ooh, the entire what? company. Yeah.
3: Give a round of applause, please.
2: Oh my god. That, that is awesome. Wow. Shout
0: out to Spearman Rhino. Uh, <laughs>
2: wow. That, okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. So yeah. I'm the lover boy on the podcast. Uh, how do you feel he about- that very loosely. This go ahead. Guy.
4: So I'm the lover boy. He's actually a lover boy as well, but he doesn't, you know, claim it. So how do you think about, or what do you think about guys dating strippers?
2: Oh, that's interesting.
4: Like, what's the comfort
0: zone yeah, I love guys that date strippers. I dated mm-hmm. plenty of guys mm-hmm. as a stripper, and do you think they're um, like intimidated? I, that
1: I don't think I don't think oh. it's that. I think mm-hmm. okay, uh, do you do you run into the problem that okay, you you guys met, they know you're a stripper. Mm-hmm. Two months later, hey, do you think about wanting to do a career change? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you uh, get like You get into those questions. How many? Like, I mean, because I've I've literally ended uh relationships over that not really? because i'm dating a stripper because somebody was dating me and what i was doing ah, okay you man. know what i mean okay, okay. so yeah. i'm a I, yeah. I used to work in the adult entertainment industry as well mm. um so what do you think is it more so like that or they're like cool and they're like just let you do your thing
0: most of them would let me do my thing. I think what I ran into the most was that I was like sort of a novelty to them that wore off after a while. So at first it was like, oh, I'm dating a stripper. I'm so cool. And then when they realized that like, well, this is what I'm doing with or without you. Like you're not changing what I'm doing. This is how you found me. Um, Then it was kind of like, uh, this is too much. Like I literally had a guy break up with me once because he's like, what will I tell my 20 year old son when he sees you on Instagram and how can I introduce you to my mother? So it was like, I wasn't like clean enough to, to be presented to his family. Yeah. And that happened more than once, not necessarily I'm breaking up with you because of my mom, but a a lot of like, um, they can't handle it because they know that like, Basically, I'm grinding on dick all night, and that's kind of hard for them to no. think about, I that guess. That
2: salary, oh, absolutely, so. absolutely. 100%. That salary, though. What, what indication um, do you look for? To saying like, uh, Sorry, but like, walked away from the microphone. Um, what <laughs> indication kind of gives you that a, a guy is capable of handling that kind of relationship? Because, um, like you said, I think it takes, like, a special kind of secure person to be able to be in a relationship. Um, what do you look for for a potential partner when working in the
0: industry?
3: Understanding, right? Definitely that. Yeah, yes, not judgmental. Nice, yes, because mm. like I just feel like yes, if she's good at what she's doing, like if mm. and it's she's not disrespecting their own relationship, it shouldn't be a problem. Mm. Like I'm pretty sure.
0: Exactly.
3: I'm pretty sure you've even met people like through your like what you do. You understand what I mean? Like I'm. It's not. Yes. They're there also. Like it's. I don't know. That's just so dumb.
4: I just think yes. like the trust issues, I, like you know
3: it's not even but like it shouldn't i don't know it just really shouldn't be trust issues and Mm -hmm. and that just brings you back to like any relationship even outside of any industry like Mm -hmm.
2: yeah i mean honestly it's funny enough right when we're younger uh me and my friends had the conversation like a bunch of times and i've always a guy like oh of course i could do it of course i could do it um but yeah like i said a couple uh a couple of my friends have dated strippers and it's always like they're They know what they walked into. Right. And it's Mm -hmm. almost like they're trying to change the situation mid through, Mm -hmm. uh, which is something I just never understood. But I'm always like, you know, if I was in that situation, 100 percent, if I got into it, I would like to say that I think I'd be you know, 100 percent okay with it. But Mm -hmm. I guess you just don't know until you're in that situation more so anything else. The overall, yeah. the overall, communication just, communication
1: is just acceptance. If you know you're going to deal with somebody who's in this light and doing what they're doing, mm-hmm. then if you even have the slightest inclination that you you're not going to approve of it, don't even try to, yeah. to 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 even engage. You know what I mean? A lot of people think that. Oh, you know, if I get in with these with with these people and they like me, I can probably change what they're doing Ooh, or they're gonna like yeah. me enough so I can change it. Absolutely. It's just not the case. That's Absolutely. The case. You may be that one in a million. I caught that one in a million. Absolutely. And you know, a lot of people don't catch that one in a million. Speaking to the mic.
2: Yeah. Thank you, applause, please? Thank you.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Honestly, honestly, you know, because you know, it's 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 hard doing what you do. I understand, and especially trying to keep a social life afterwards. You know what I mean? After the fact.
2: So, what's well, like anything else though? Um, this is just you know one example, but I also feel like um, like men and women included. But I've seen a lot of women because I grew up with a lot of women. But they're always like, no, no. If I did, I'm gonna change him. I'm gonna make him do this and this. Like people go into the attention of trying to change who you are in the beginning, and it just always seems to um yeah that's yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah I okay would change him he likes yeah. so all the time you so know? we got the guys
1: that that want to date what about the guys who try to push the envelope inside the club what do you, what do, you do what do you do what do you how do you handle that yeah or, how, or would or a <laughs> <or laughs> <for, laughs> better better question if yeah, a girl if a girl comes at you and says girl this guy really is offering me 200 dollars. he wants me to do something i don't really want it how do you does that happen often in, inside the strip clubs
0: um, not so much in real time. I would say that those are definitely conversations that we have, um, in general. Um, and you know, my answer would be do whatever you feel comfortable with. And if it's illegal, try not to get caught. Try not sure. to get that
2: caught. T-shirt. That's like, that's,
1: that a, awesome. that's a t-shirt. Try not to get caught. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, but I mean, the th- the thing is, is the strip clubs are the safest brothels that there that there are out there. Um, and so, you know, depending on who you're talking to, I'm very open. I'm very understanding. I understand that. Um, you got to do what you got to do. And also everyone is free to do whatever they're comfortable with, with their body. There'll be other strippers that you talk to that would say the opposite, that that type of work inside the club hurts everyone and hurts everyone's money. When in fact the real issue is the system. And if the system were better suited for folks that, want to do what they should be allowed to do with their bodies, then more people would be safe. And essentially, we could find ways to all make more money and thrive together. But instead, um, the system is what really keeps us all like, you know, weighed down by these dumb laws that tell us what we can and can't do with our bodies. So um, yeah, so I'm all for whatever people want to do for whatever money they want to do it just so long as they're safe that, that's my main concern is are you safe are you in a safe place and are you with a safe person that's kind
2: of like that that's a great way to put it all right question i've been holding on to what movie is the most accurate depiction of working in the industry
4: don't say striptease
2: teeth. <sighs> <laughs>
3: no. I, have one in my I, I
4: know, I know I the have game but I'm curious. <laughs> shit, I know the game. Everyone knows the game, Miami Vice, but... Miami, what? Miami Vice? Miami Vice? Miami Vice, for sure.
0: Um, there, There's not very many, to be honest with you. And there's one that I can think of, and it's Dancing at the Blue Iguana. Um, That one is, is very, very well done. Mm-hmm. It's very, very well done. Um, I mean, of course, there are still problematic things with it, but... It was. It was probably. It's my favorite. It's
1: like a movie from like back, back in like I want to say two thousand, nineteen ninety nine, two thousand, mm-hmm. right? And then um, yeah, it was two
0: thousand, two thousand one, something like that.
1: Right. Um. I seen it on HBO like when I was like thirteen. Oh, <laughs> what on are you, that, like, what at, like doing I was, about thirteen, bro. I was watching BET Uncut. That's oh, what I was watched. Hello. You waited
2: all day on it, huh? I was, was, watch, had BET I was watching. <laughs> I was
1: watching Nelly swipe credit cards and, and booty cracks. That's what I was. Watching. <laughs>
3: Okay, wait. I have a question. Yeah. Um, I'm asking for somebody. Oh, um, for me. Asking
2: for a friend. I got. Yeah, you.
3: Asking for a friend. <laughs>
2: did How they long? just text you the question? Yeah, <laughs> they,
3: they just did. Okay. <laughs> How long did it take you um to like dance, like you know, get in the rhythm of dancing? What do you mean? So was, what? Like.
4: oh okay okay like from your okay okay, 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 so from from
1: your first night until you're 100% comfortable like I got this I'm going in this is just like and how was that
3: process if you don't mind me asking like how was like what did you like what did you have to work on to to get there Mm -hmm.
0: okay I think what I had to work on was my outfit my shoes my makeup and my hair I had to work on all of that I went in like super novice like kind of embarrassing um so that, but I was a a competition cheerleader for eleven years before I became a dancer. So being That's two acrobatic 11s, and performing, eleven
2: right? I caught two elevens so far. Huh? You
3: said yeah, you worked in the Yeah, yeah exactly. for eleven years. ah, yeah. oh, see, I'm paying attention. <laughs> um, Sorry,
2: numbers guy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I, I felt really comfortable on stage right away, and also right before I went into stripping, I was. Um, I had been working at a multi-level marketing company and I was a closer. So <laughs> so when it came to closing lap dance sales, I was really good at it, was really comfortable on stage. I would probably say it took about a month or two to really feel like, okay, I got this. Cause like the first I'm not gonna lie, the first two weeks of dancing, um, I got found um, crying in the lap dance booth after lap dances because I just wasn't prepared. You know, when you go into the strip club, nobody teaches you or explains anything to you about what to expect, how to handle situations. And um, so I I was dealing with situations as a novice. And I remember one of the bouncers saying to me, maybe this isn't the job for you. And I remember I stopped crying. I went home. I thought about that that night and I was like, I'm going to, this is this is the job for me i'm gonna do this like i'll figure it out and i stopped crying i never cried again in the lap dance booth and um and i just kept plugging away and it was like a push
3: it was like all right no i got this mm
0: -hmm. yeah that's good yeah
3: wow what do you
0: think is the
2: um best well i guess what skill would you say you had to develop like the most important skill to be able to work in the industry.
0: I think the most important skill to work in the strip club industry is to not take anything personally, no matter what's being said to you or how you're being treated or how you're being looked at, whether it's in the dressing room, whether it's in the manager's office or whether it's a customer saying some really fucked up shit to you. It's just, you have to remember that everyone is has their own shit that they're dealing with all the time. And whatever reaction to me wasn't what I was necessarily doing in that moment. And, and, and mostly it was not taking things personal from the customer and really understanding that these people have a fantasy when they come into this club and they're treating me as part of their fantasy, how they want to be and how they want to show up. And so understanding that really helps me move through the world in everyday life and be like, okay, you're being shitty to me. That are you okay? You know, that's my reaction. Are you okay? Not like, why are you saying that to me? <laughs> like,
3: so,
0: you know, so it so, so really you need, helps like, reduce the anxiety level in everyday so life. I have, level
1: patience. I have a question. Yeah. And it's just and it's just yeah. it's this or that. Uh, it's a this or that kind of question. If you had to choose to start from scratch and do it all over, would you choose stripping again or would you choose only only fans? Oh, that's a good question. Mm.
0: Oh, absolutely. I would choose stripping again. I have no, no desire to do OnlyFans. I think um, for me personally, uh, being digital is um, not as intimate. I really like people. I like giving attention to people in person Um, and I love performing. I love being on stage. So definitely I would have chosen stripping if I could do it all over again.
1: Okay. Are you, would you, are you the type of person that's like, having said that, do you stray away from, or do you shy away from OnlyFans and digital content, or are you just fo- like focus on like what's in the club and and dancing and stuff like that? Is that just like you love to dance? Like you said, you was a you did cheerleading, yeah. so just being on stage and dancing—that's mm-hmm. your thing.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I did try OnlyFans for a little bit, but it was like it's very demanding. It if is. you're not posting enough, that. People are like, "Hi, are you gonna make a post again?" I'm like, "No, I'm not. I don't want to do that."
1: You don't don't have a customer asking, "Hey, when are you gonna get on stage?" You said five minutes. It's been it's been three. (laughs) They do that. It's been (laughs) three. Oh, bro, yeah. Hey, you haven't posted in like two weeks. Are you are you still here? You're like, "Uh, "I'm
2: still
4: here." I don't do that. I want to
0: start going fans. Mm -mm. Yeah, it's very demanding, and then there's constant like DMs in your inbox, and I don't, I don't, I get pretty stressed out with social media and having to check messages from even people I know. Sometimes you know I, I kind of don't want to like be pleasing people digitally. Um, that's just my personal preference. I know there's a lot of people out there that do really well and they really love what they're doing and you know all kudos to them and that's fine, but it's just not for me absolutely mm-hmm.
2: I don't think I, we asked um, what ultimately um, made you want to make the switch out of the industry. <laughs>
0: Um, I actually got hit by a car in December of 2019, and now I'm a below-the-knee amputee.
2: Oh, sorry to hear. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry to hear that.
0: It's my story. It it makes me who I am today, and it's changed my life for the better in a lot of ways. And uh, it's challenging, but um, it's really opened my eyes to a lot of new things, and it's completely changed my life. And uh, I couldn't, honestly, I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life right now
3: oh well we're really glad to hear that as long as you're happy
1: i mean it's it's like i I think that's dope like to be able to find something outside of your passion like to find a new passion out that that still drives your original passion so like you got podcasting right now and it's geared Mm -hmm. towards what you already love to do Mm -hmm. so how has it been for you yeah yeah
0: it's been great i love the podcast i love working with daisy Gigi, and onyx the other hosts of the podcast oh, wait, wait, wait.
1: was that was that been... excuse me was that daisy ducati
0: absolutely yeah oh, okay
1: i know daisy ducati <laughs> yeah right a lot of people know daisy yeah She's
3: yeah, a yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 i know that. well i mean yeah yeah, yeah. what well I, I i met her we was at a there's a thing
3: yeah.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> like just confused it's
0: like what you got? I'm going to ask her about a, it. No, she's
1: a she's a por- she's a, she's a, she's a she's a porn star okay. and we were all in the same Yeah. Yeah, we were all in the same uh group. Oh. Yeah. I love oh. how you broke it down yeah. it's so awkward. You made that you <laughs> yeah. made it so awkward. I'm a porn star. I'm a porn star. Goddamn it. Goddamn. Scream it on the roof! God ah, shit. Yes. You
3: like
1: pop. Yeah. Ask her
0: tell Yeah, her, tell and along. Along with the podcast, I don't know if if y'all know this, if you found this in in your research, but I am also um, and the secretary of Strippers United, which is a a nonprofit that is helping um, dancers unionize and we teach them about their labor rights. So I've been doing that since 2019. So
2: no way. Absolutely. Oh, man. uh, Oh, I'm assuming you fell into it um, after, you know, um, working in the industry and kind of seeing the, uh, I guess, the areas of improvement, essentially.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My interest in that actually started towards the end of 2018. Then I had the accident and then I had to recover. And then in 2019, I was like, okay, I got to do something with all this knowledge that I have and all this experience. And, um, it just was a calling that I couldn't ignore. And so, yeah, it's been a, a really amazing ride.
2: Absolutely. Oh man. I, yeah.
3: I, I have a question. Oh yes. Okay. So, um, okay. when we serve, you know, like in a work establishment, you don't, It's not that you don't always get along with your coworkers or, you know, the working crew, but you do come across... um...
2: Buttholes.
3: Yeah, you do. (laughs) I like buttholes. (laughs) I'm
1: helping that guy. I like
3: buttholes. No
1: pun pun intended. No pun intended.
3: (laughs) Um, How do you... Like, what are some of the issues? And, I'll like, what are some of the issues that you you can come across with with some of the, like, other dancers? Because I know... know, this one girl who, um, I've been keeping up with like what she gives her intake on becoming a new dancer and it's it it's pretty hard. Like from, from what I've been seeing with her mm. she she awesome. explains and
1: I'm fine. no
2: <laughs> you're muted you're muted in a so very inappropriate you're muted where's it what, what color are you so every time yellow unnecessarily we mute his mute mic it. for uh, a minute see it's you didn't have nothing hard. good to say it's anyway like right. it's still yellow yeah All right. but
3: i know it's it's really hard going into just especially right now that like every not everybody's struggling but like some people are struggling and you know like it, it kind of makes it a little bit more competitive and how do you like mm-hmm. what how do like? How do you um? I don't know how to explain my question, but how do you how if, do
1: you navigate through yeah, through drama? Do,
3: yeah, through that. Just because you're not, you know, you know, you don't want to be on bad terms with the people you work with.
1: Right. You I, never want to be on right. bad terms
3: because you see them. You're gonna see them a lot. Like yeah. your your work is like your second home. Yeah. It's
1: all me. You're muted yeah. still. That's why you, nobody heard no one what you can say. Hear you. It was I'm so sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. so Sorry, Miss Davies. You, yeah. You can answer.
0: Yes. Um. It's a, it's a really tricky thing to navigate because, um, you know, there are different levels of, um, moods that people are in, in any given day. There's different levels of economic, um, status for each of us, any given day. And there's so different levels of privilege that we're dealing with. And so for me personally, Um, you know, I have made mistakes, I have gotten into arguments, but I always tried my best to go back and reconcile, apologize and listen. Um, And in a lot of a lot of instances, I've tried to deescalate and and, and try to be in a space of maybe this isn't about me. um, And and maybe if I'm just chill, they'll be chill, you know, so it it really just depends. Like I I can recall a time when um, a coworker who didn't like me very much was like, Screaming in my face, calling me um, a motherfucker over and over again, and I'm I'm almost positive it it was so that I would hit her. So because if I hit her, I'd get fired. That's the rule. Like the first person to throw a punch gets fired. And uh, I just stood there. I just stood there and took it because I'm like, I don't want to get fired. And you know, she's she's not mad at me. She's mad at something else. And. So, you know, I really try to deescalate as much as I could, but to be really understanding, you know, it, it is very tricky. Everyone's drinking, everyone's hyped, you know, where there's energy and there's adrenaline from being on and off stage all night. So, you know, it's just, just try to avoid it as best. And like gossip, like try to stay out of it. It's so hard to stay out of gossip, oh, yeah. but really try, Absolutely. you know, <laughs>
1: I think it's just more so yeah. like not like standing your ground. Not not standing your ground, but standing your ground and being comfortable enough to tell a person when you are offended, and especially in this industry or if mm-hmm. you're feeling disrespected. I remember a time uh, when I first started out in the industry and I met somebody on set and then we ended up at, uh, at an award show and he kind of like was little brother in me. Little bro, little bro, little homie, you know what I mean. Oh, little man, and this, that, and mm-hmm. the third. And at the time, I had just turned thirty years old, so I'm like, <laughs> I got
2: facial hair now. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, I,
1: you know, and it, and 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 then I, and it went on for like a we was we were on set uh uh, uh for for about a week, and then I seen him at the show, and he did it again, and it was just I thought it would be more than what it was, but what it ended up being was, hey man. I'm not your little brother. I'm not your little homie. What set you off? Out of curiosity, what did? What was? The-
2: Don't you just wish that you were just as happy as this beautiful couple over here? Let's do what they did. Join our sponsorship team, and together we can make happy happen. Now, accepting applications.
0: Someone takes it the wrong way, and it could escalate, you know. But I, I do recall telling someone like. this <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so petty, but I was like, I'm like, you're doing all my tricks on stage. Like you're doing every single one of my tricks. Like you look like me on stage and, <laughs> and then I have to follow you and I'm doing all the same things that you stole from my act. And I literally had that car and I look back on it. I'm like, man, that was so petty, you know, but like, she was like, okay, okay. I get it. You know? Cause like, But literally, like literally all the unique things I came up with, she was doing because I do cool shit, you know?
3: But...
1: You biting my, oh my shit, God. man.
3: Yeah, like that. That.
1: <laughs> Stop biting my moves, what's dude. What's that old saying though? Like, um, what's it called? Uh,
2: flattery, sincere.
1: Uh, uh flattery is the most sincerest form of. Oh no, imitation, sinc- yes. Yes. imitation yeah, 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 is the most sincere. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Is that what it is? And that shit is annoying yeah. as fuck. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <I still> <laughs> <am>. <laughs>
1: Did uh, you just wear the same red chucks I wore yesterday?
3: <laughs> Those are
2: my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my shoes, bro. Alright, we each get to ask AM because obviously we're gonna ask you questions for days over here, but we're each gonna do one more question, <laughs> do a round table so okay, that we can get running. her back on the show. So whoa, whoa, we can get her back on the show. Whoa, 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 get, whoa, I whoa, can whoa, start whoa, it off. Whoa, whoa, we we've already got it. All
4: right, all right, all right, all right, I've I've gone. I alright. I will go last All right, all right, I'll go. I'll go, All right, Anthony. Make it make it good. All right. Don't waste it. That's fine. All right. Are you listening?
1: We are listening. The camera's
4: not even on me. It's, it's on you. Now. It's All, quite right. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. So, would you say stripping has financially put you light years ahead of like where you are now? Basically, like Do if you, you wanted like to go like, into that um, entrepreneur role, like of your life. So I'm using surf. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, you're fine. You're fine.
4: Fine.
0: Okay. Um, I think that making that much money as a young person and not appreciating it really helped me in these years that I'm in now where, you know, where I've had the opportunity to receive money and I've really done the right things with it. Finally, it only took me like 15 years to figure it out, um, you know, so I, I didn't appreciate as a 21 year old making 80000 to to $100,000 a year with only working three nights a week. Like I didn't appreciate that at the time and I didn't do the right things with my money at the time. And so, you know, unfortunately, I don't have a lot of that money that I made all of those years. And then when I worked in Vegas, like even more, you know. So uh I look back on that and I instead of being like, Oh, I'm so dumb, I lost all that money. I look at it and go, Wow, like I've really learned how to manage my money now because I learned how I'm learning from the mistakes of mismanaging it.
4: Right. So it's, is it tempting to go back? I know that's the second question, but.
0: Uh, it, it would be tempting to go back if the clubs were like cool to work at, but they're all terrible. <laughs> and, um, and I know way too much about my workers rights now. Um, but I do, uh, I miss it on a nostalgic level. Like I look back and think, oh, that was really fun. But I don't think like, oh, I wish I could go do that again. No.
2: Okay. Nice. Narice or Brandon? Who wants to go next? Narice. Okay. Ah, Okay, go ahead.
3: I I have to ask because I'm really curious, but what's the most you've been able to like get from one night? Just from one night.
4: Making money?
3: Yeah. Oh. That you remember Um, I I was thinking that. mm,
0: I would say the most I made in one night more than once was $3,500. I I was
4: going to say 4K. I was going to say 4K, though. Bing,
0: bang. 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 (laughs) I was going to say 4K, though. Wow. Well, that was after Tip Out, so Mm. I probably made over 4K before Tip Out. Oh, my gosh. Mm.
4: Damn, you made my month's rent, dog. Wow.
2: Okay, uh,
4: Brandon, Maybe. I can't follow I'm that. sorry <laughs> I
3: have another question. Oh, okay, so it's uh, a okay.
2: <laughs> part
3: B. So, um, you I know you do come across people, but I, like, have you been able to make connections that have
2: 3,500? <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, go ahead. Then... <laughs> no, <was> <laughs> oh, from,
4: I can't count
3: um, from dancing, like, with with you know, the customers.
4: So, like, basically, like, uh, getting like, into well, like,
3: yeah, like, well, connections, you know.
0: Absolutely. I have some friends that I've known for, um, you know, about 15 years from stripping. I, um, I had a customer who was a good friend who also invested in one of my, um, small businesses that I started. Um, so yeah, absolutely. They become very good friends, you know? Um, so several of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good.
2: Your turn. You're up, sir. You should get into acting.
1: Man, I don't know what kind of I don't Me? know which I don't know which yes. question I ask. I have so many. I literally
2: got ten yes, on my board and like teeny meeny money. All right, go ahead. You no, go Tenny. No, ten, no, ten, no, playing you go. the game.
1: No, Tenny, you go and then I'll go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Okay, yeah, you, you, all right, you you don't like it, it, but I love it. All right. As long as you love it. Um, <laughs> okay. My question to you. I'm going to skip that one. I don't,
3: uh, you would, we're not okay. even writing anything. I
2: I have two words here, okay? Mind your business. Daniel, okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite color?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. kidding. I'm kidding. As kidding. far as here. what you're working on right now, where do you see yourself in five years?
0: In five okay, years right now. Okay, freaking manager. Um, in five years, ideally, I'll own my own strip club like I wanted like to do for the I last like years. See,
4: that's where oh I was trying it. to get to with the financial part. Part B,
2: okay. what's the name of the strip club going to be?
0: PM
2: Fox <laughs> Den. <laughs> you said Fox Den?
0: <laughs> Fox Den, yeah. Oh, nice.
2: Fox oh, God.
0: That was, yeah. that, that
4: was a good one. That was a good one. I like that one. Fox Den. Yeah. All right, I guess it's back on. Yeah, me. it's where
0: all the foxes hang out.
4: <laughs> hey, the, and it's,
0: it's gender fox inclusive. Anyone can be a fox. Fox, Force five. Yeah. fox Force, Force five.
4: Fox Force Five. I'm done. <laughs> wait, wait. Can I be a male stripper? If
0: absolutely, we want we want to have all different kinds of stuff. I've been working on this with a friend of mine for a while. So there's we have a pitch deck and everything. So the pandemic really slowed things down. <laughs>
2: Wait, no, uh, to yeah, I think yeah. I'd make an awesome stripper. <laughs> Just putting that out there. All right, Branding you up. Foot fetish model. I think, I think, it's, <laughs> not. I think, I think it's not. She said she could for you. on the Thank you. I, I appreciate <laughs> that. Thank you.
1: Okay, so, all right, being so close to the, to the porn industry, what kept you out of that, and were you ever tempted to cross over and to do it? That's a good question
0: no i was never tempted um i think porn is great i love porn i watch porn um but it just didn't appeal to me that's all it just wasn't my bag of cheese that's all
2: okay i like yeah. cheese i like that
0: i love it though i think it's great i love porn
2: oh yeah right. I've, I've wasted all my internet hours sadly
3: <laughs> <laughs> so i gotta wait I gotta, I gotta wait
2: till next month to download uh all right <laughs> Before we get out of here, hey, please tell everybody where they can find your stuff, where to find you.
0: Yeah, um, you find me at Yes the Stripper Podcast on Instagram, YesTheStripperPodcast.com. You can also uh, follow my sexy Instagram account at the Queen of Sexy, which is um, pretty quiet, but you can find me there. And um, yeah, that's about it. Hit me up on the podcast Instagram. I'm on there the most
2: absolutely yeah. can i get a round of applause over there please i have one more question no, no i had one no have one, one more no, stop cheating okay go ahead do you wear
4: open no, you know, in sandals or sandals? out of here no no um
2: no b to the question just what no do you like no, black guys okay. or no i get I'm the fuck sh- out of here no, all right, wait, hey, no, this has been in the biz <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay. Okay. No, no. No. No.
2: Oh no! No. I do actually have a question. Go ahead. So, are we still on? No. Yeah. Yeah. We're still on. Hey, are we gonna have you back on the podcast?
0: I would love I to come back. So. You guys are so much fun, and I love your questions. They are thoughtful, <laughs> and I am, I had such a blast. Thank you so much for inviting oh, me here. Thank and you for coming too. on the podcast. I appreciate the work you do. Oh. Yeah, I would love to. Please ask me anytime.
2: Absolutely. Uh, I just had to have it in writing. Oh, I guess let's on the panel We got to like get a she panel. Said she's coming back. We got to <laughs> get a panel. Well, we got to wow. get a panel. Uh, absolutely. All we got to right, get, get a panel. Hit that button, sir. This has been in the